Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. This is the weekly outlook. We'll be having a look at the week ahead. I'm Cristina Marujos and joining me today is Senior Investment Analyst Mario Sajikiriakos. Marius, before we get into the main themes of the upcoming week, let's look at a new pattern that is likely to dominate markets moving forward, that of monetary policy divergence. Some economies like the U.S. look like they're ready uh, to exit their cheap money policies, whereas other economies like Japan are still struggling. How is all of this likely to impact currencies? Hello, Christina. Pretty dramatically, that's how much I expected to, to impact currencies. So let's take a step back. You are very correct. We've seen some central banks uh, signal that they want to exit cheap money policies. Ultimately, that they want to raise interest rates next year or the year after that. Now, those are the U.S. central bank, the, uh, the Bank of England, the Bank of Canada, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand. All of these uh, central banks have taken baby steps towards raising interest rates. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, we've got the Bank of Japan, we've got uh, the Swiss National Bank, and to a lesser extent, the European Central Bank. So let's take Japan as an example. The recovery there is still struggling. Uh, Japan is still deflation and the central bank will not be raising interest rates or or exiting cheap money anytime soon. Now, here's how I see it. I think we're likely to see some powerful trends over the coming, let's say, couple of years with the currencies of those economies that will be raising interest rates. So the dollar, the British pound, the Canadian dollar, the Kiwi dollar, those currencies could appreciate against the currencies of the central banks that will not be raising interest rates. So against the yen, against the Swiss franc, and again, to a lesser extent, against the euro. The euro is a tricky case because the European economy is doing better as well. Um, some people think that the ECB could also dial down its asset purchases, try to exit cheap money a little bit, but the economy is not that strong that the ECB will raise interest rates, right? So the ECB might also move in a more hawkish direction, but it's not going to go all the way like the Fed might or like the Bank of England might. So the euro is a tricky is a tricky case in all of this, but I would say that overall, if you try to to mix the currencies that might gain from monetary policy against the currencies that will struggle from monetary policy, you are likely to see some very decent trends over the coming years. And now let's cross into Australia because the Reserve Bank of Australia meets on Tuesday. Many are speculating that it might announce a change in policy by scaling back its virus stimulus. Therefore, how is the central bank likely to act? And will the Aussie get a much-needed boost? Well, here's the problem that is above Australia faces. So, on the bright side, the economy is doing great. So, the unemployment rate fell very dramatically late. The labor market overall is much stronger than the central bank expected. And overall, the overall economy is doing great as well. So business surveys are optimistic, the housing market is booming, and the prices of commodities that Australia exports, like iron ore, those are really high. So it looks good, but the catch is that vaccinations have been very slow and half of the country is now back in a lockdown. There have been some new clusters of COVID infections lately uh, in the major cities and as a result, we've seen uh, shutdowns and lockdowns uh, return. So the RBA is 
corrupt in a sense. On the one hand, it wants to normalize policy, it wants to take the first step towards exiting cheap money, but the latest lockdowns, I think, complicate the situation. Okay, the lockdowns might be short, they might be in just a couple of weeks, but this is a cause for concern because who knows really how long this might last, right? So, as far as the market reaction is concerned, I think it depends on two elements. So first is, does the RBA repeat that the interest rates will not rise until 2024? And secondly, what do they say about their bond buying program? Do they take the first step towards scaling it down? If you asked me a week ago, I would tell you, no, they are going to signal that interest rates will will rise faster and that they will scale back their QE program. But now, with the lockdown, I'm starting to think that they are going to take a middle-of-the-road solution. So they might take a step back from quantitative easing, but they might accompany that with a signal that, yeah, but we won't be raising interest rates for a long time still, so don't panic market. And that would essentially negate the market impact to a good extent. And finally, let's turn to the United States. The Fed minutes are out on Wednesday and probably are going to attract a lot of attention from investors. Are they likely to give us a better picture of when the Fed is likely to take its first taper steps, let's say? Is this move just around the corner and will the dollar rally continue? I think it's just around the corner. So if everything goes well with the labor market, especially with jobs, uh, I think a realistic timeline is that we get a concrete warning about tapering in August. Then the Fed announces it officially in September that tapering will begin, let's say, in December or January by the end of the year. So, were the minutes likely to reveal? Remember, this was the meeting when the Fed shocked the markets by signaling faster rate increases, by signaling that asset purchases might be uh, dialed back uh, soon. So, I think the market is going to look at you know, what kind of progress does the committee want before taking this next step in the normalization process. Now, overall, I'm a fan of the dollar. I think that this theme is still of monetary policy divergence of some central banks raising interest rates. It's still in its infancy, in its early stages, I believe. And in that sense, I think what I could see much further dollar strength, especially against the, the Japanese yen or the Swiss franc. Marios, it was great having you with me today. This was the weekly outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.